Let's leave Chicago to the Eskimos. That town's a little bit too rugged for you and me. It's not that rugged. Alright, I'm not even going to do it. Nope. Not going to do it. Not with the week the Dodgers had. Nope, I'm not going to do it. No, that little, oh, that's, that's when I'm excited about things. And I'm going to be honest with you guys right now. Not very excited. Nope, that's enough. We, we, we don't, nope, that's it. That's all. That's all you get this, this week, Randy Newman. When the Dodgers get fucking swept by the San Francisco fucking Giants, that's what you get, dude. No excited, no exciting intro on the way in and fucking, nope, you don't get none of that, dude. All you get is fucking, is that. And the re- only reason I even played that part, let's leave Chicago, because I was just in fucking Chicago, okay? And I just thought that was cool, because I, I was just there. Um, yeah, I don't know if it if it's a, let's leave Chicago to the Eskimos. I guess because it does get cold up there. Luckily, it wasn't cold when I was just there. But anyway, hello everyone. Welcome to my blue thoughts. That's right. Welcome. You're in the right place if you came to listen to the number one Dodger podcast on the internet. Voted on by Sports America, Baseball America, CBS Sports. I don't know. I'm just kidding. But that would be cool, right? You could be like, yeah, I fucking listen to that. That shit's awesome. Um, Yeah, so really quick, like, I'm just going to touch on it because I have to. And then we'll move on. uh, And I'll talk about some fun things. So um, Dodgers have not been playing well over the last couple weeks. I don't, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to uh, figure that out, you got fucking swept at home by the fucking pirates. That's why I, I wasn't even here last week, because I'm like, well, what the fuck am I gonna talk about, dude? I mean, they got swept by the pirates. They fucking split four games against the Mets, and you're just like, okay, so you guys just had a home stand where you basically just went two and four. Okay, well, get well on the road. That's not what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to. Break even at on the road and then come back home and kick some fucking ass, dude. And they got embarrassed by the fucking pirates. The pirates, dude. The pirates fucking suck. I don't care, okay? It's unacceptable. And then you come out and you show out against the Mets the first two games and you're like, fuck yeah, let's go. And then you blow the next two games and you're just like, come on. Okay, home field advantage, dude. Dodger Stadium should be a home field advantage. So... That's why I wasn't here last week. Also, because I had a million things to do getting prepared for my trip to Chicago, which I'm going to talk about now. You're welcome. Um, First of all, yeah, okay, so the Dodgers got swept by the Giants. And here's the thing, man. The Dodgers are still in first place, barely, fucking hanging on by a half a game. You know, uh, they still have the highest, nope, check it, they don't. They don't have the highest run differential anymore. That belongs to the New York Yankees, who also have the best record by quite a few games at this point now. They're about six games ahead of the Dodgers in the in the win column when it comes to that. So if you're talking home field advantage at some point in the playoffs, fucking don't look to the Dodgers. Not right now. You know, and the thing is, is there's a lot of things, but injuries, man. Just like last year, the Dodgers are being bitten by the injury bug. Um, And because of the depth of the team, 
it hasn't really affected them too much until now. But, you know, when you lose one of the best pitchers of all time, a la Clayton Kershaw, even if it's only for a couple weeks, you know, it throws things off. And now, unfortunately, you know, we're going to lose Walker Bueller for six to eight weeks. But it's sounding like it's going to be a lot, maybe not a lot more, but more than that. From from my gatherings, you know, I, I don't know if they're just not saying a lot because they don't want to alarm fans and whatever, and they're going to give it a go. But the bottom line is this. If it's in his elbow, you know, the thing about Walker, the good thing, I guess, is Walker's already had Tommy John surgery. So it's kind of not likely. I mean, it happens. There have been guys that have gotten Tommy John surgery more than once. I can think of two Dodgers that are on that are you know are on that team Daniel Hudson is one Daniel Hudson uh, had to recover from two Tommy John surgeries also um what the fuck's his name Hong Chi Kuo who used to play with the Dodgers who was you know a promising prospect and threw hard and then he had to go to two Tommy John surgeries they ended up bringing him back and he ended up being a really good reliever he was like the setup guy for Gagne back in the day I don't know if you guys remember that um, and, and he, I mean, he would fucking that, that one, two punch of Hong Chi Kuo and Gagne, man, like that was fucking lethal. We haven't had a setup closer like that ever since. I don't know. I mean, uh, you can, you could argue that Trinan to Jansen, but you know, Jansen was kind of shaky the last couple years. And so Trinan being that guy, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think... But when Hong Chi Kuo and Gagne came in, the fucking game was over, dude. Like, that was it. So anyway, um, but my, my hope is that it's not Tommy John. I think as all Dodger fans, we hope that it's not Tommy John. Uh, because if it is, that means we're losing him for the rest of this year and all of next year for the most part. And that fucking sucks, man, because, you know, Walker's our best pitcher flat out you know I've been saying it for years you know guys were kind of arguing with me over the last few years that Clayton was still the ace and I was just like I mean he might be the ace you know in seniority and in clubhouse presence and stuff like that but when you're looking for a guy to go and win you that game like it's Walker Bueller man Walker's the fucking stud Walker pitched you know game 163 when they played the Rockies a couple years ago you know, Walker fucking showed out in the World Series and in the playoffs. And, you know, he's got the kind of stuff that can dominate a lineup in October. That's what you need. Guys that throw fucking hard to just put a stop to an offense, you know. Um, and so I'm hoping that it really is just a forearm strain and they can give him the treatment. Probably give him some some PRP. Um, and you know, I mean, cause that's what happened to Kershaw last year, you know, Kershaw, we thought it was going to be Tommy John and then it wasn't, it just happened at the wrong time. So he didn't have, a, you know, enough time to come back once he got that. But, you know, luckily, you know, if there is a silver lining in this Walker injury, it's that, you know, it's happening in June. He's still got, you know, they say six to eight weeks. So that gives us, you know, about mid August for him to get at least healthy enough to start throwing the ball again and working his way back. And then that means, you know, by early to mid-September, you know, he should be kind of built up. And then he gets those last, you know, we forget. Or I don't forget because I'm fucking trying to plan a fucking tour. But, um, 
the season goes a little bit deeper this week into, uh, this year into October because of the lockout. So as normally, you know, the season will end the last week of September, you know, sometimes maybe like, you know, the first weekend of October, you know, early, early October, but we get a whole week of games in October. The last game of the season is the fifth, I think, for most teams. So, you know, if he can come back in mid-September, that still gives him one, two, one, two, about three weeks to ramp up in the season. And then, you know, the playoffs with the way they go now, um, you know, if the Dodgers get to get that top seed, they'll have the bye. So he'll have another week to get ready. And, you know, so it's not the end of the world, but, you know, to, to think that Walker Bueller wouldn't be missed is going to be foolish. You know, we need him. If the Dodgers are going to win the World Series, they're going to need Walker Bueller. Unless, you know, they go out and pull a fucking Max Scherzer out or something. You know, I mean, obviously not Max Scherzer, but a caliber a pitcher like Max Scherzer again, then maybe, you know. But, I mean, I really can't think of anybody, you know, that, yeah, the, the Brewers got some guys, you know, but they're going to be in it. So I'm just... I'm just thinking of guys on teams that aren't competing. You know, I mean, fuck, dude. Maybe the Dodgers. <laughs> I mean, I, I know my buddy Eric is not going to like this, but he only signed a one-year deal anyway. But maybe the Dodgers go and get, you know, Noah Syndergaard at the trade deadline. You know, the Angels are falling really fucking fast, dude. Or, you know, maybe maybe they go out. I mean, Strasburg came back. You know, it's a possibility. You know, maybe they go and get, uh, what's the fucking pitcher's name from the Reds that everyone want? Perez, I don't know his last name, I think. Um, you know, you, c- you can go after Frankie Montaz of the A's. Like, there are a couple studs out there that, you know, potentially could be had by the Dodgers, you know, for the, pri- for the right price. But, you know, the Dodgers also still have guys like Bobby Miller and Ryan Pepio like that can come up. And that's going to be my next topic is, you know, the last time I was here, you know, I was talking about how Craig Kimbrell wasn't really closing games convincingly, but he was still perfect in save opportunities. And that's not the case anymore now, is it? So now we're going back to, you know, the same kind of shit that we had to deal with, with fucking J- with Jansen, you know, bringing him in, not feeling, you know, not feeling safe, you know, with a lead, just, you know, it's just, ah, fuck, dude, I don't know, man, he throws so hard, and it doesn't make any sense, just like it doesn't make any sense that Gratterall can fucking throw 103 and give up fucking jacks, like, just... I don't know what it is, man. Some guys just don't have the mentality to go in there and just fucking be lights out, dude. That's why guys like, you know, Trevor Hoffman and Mariano Rivera and, you know, Gagne when he was on the fucking juice, dude. Like, you need those fucking guys to come in where you know the game's over, dude. Like, flat out. You just know the game's over. There's never a doubt. You know, do they blow saves? Yeah. Like, I mean... Gagne didn't, you know, he was at 82 straight saves over the course of like a year and a half. Um, I miss him. I mean, I miss having a guy like that, that I believed in, you know, cause you know, Craig Krimble comes in and he's also playing guns and roses. We don't feel the same way at this point now, do we? Like at first we're like, okay, yeah, like we got rid of Jansen. Okay, cool. But now you're like, fuck dude, like his ERA is higher than Jansen. And you know, but again, 
the Dodgers do have some guys, some power arms that they could fucking bring up, you know, and maybe, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, maybe there are some, uh, some guy, you know, Yancy Almonte has come out, has come on kind of out of nowhere. The Do- the Dodgers, you know, just like they always do, took a fucking flyer on him. You know, nobody wanted him. Dodgers saw something, you know, they came and, you know, fixed him a little bit. And here he is. I mean, you know, he was uh, with the Rockies, you know, he had uh, some signs of, of, of being pretty good, you know. Last year, I'm not sure what happened, you know, but the Dodgers saw something, and right now his ERA is fucking 117, dude. He's fucking lights out right now. And when you got guys like Trinan and, you know, going on the DL and fucking, what's his name, uh, Tommy Canley, like, you know, these are guys that the Dodgers expected to contribute and help out on the back end of that bullpen that aren't there right now. So you're going to need guys to step up. And if Kimball can't do the job, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not closing the door on him just yet. I'm just saying he has been a little rocky the last couple weeks, which hasn't helped much because the Dodgers offense has been anemic the last week or so, you know. But um, at the end of the day that, you know, the Dodgers still have to go out and win games. You know, I talked about it last time, but. When they go out there, the team that they're playing isn't going to be like, oh, you don't have so-and-so, oh, that sucks. Well, we'll take it easy on you today, you know. No. The other team just wants to win just as bad as the Dodgers do. So they're going to have to figure it out. They're going to have to call guys up, call up Pepio, call up Bobby Miller, whether they're ready or not. I don't know. But they have the stuff that can hold up that if you can just fucking get them, you know, in the right mindset, you got guys like Danny Duffy that are supposed to be coming back. Dustin May is coming back. You know, Canley and Trinan are supposed to be coming back. You know, so you have guys that are on the mend right now that are supposed to be coming back. Andrew Haney's coming back, you know. Um, it's not the end of the world, but, you know, for the Dodgers to win the World Series, they're going to need Walker Bueller. So, you know, hopefully he's okay and... You know, I guess we'll just see over the next couple weeks. They still have games to win. You know, luckily Kershaw came back, pitched great on Saturday. But, you know, just like Urias' start on Sunday, you know, you got to score runs to win a game, man. You know, that's that's the end of that's, – that's, that's, that, that's how you win ball games. Score more runs than the other team. So if you score two runs like they did on Friday – two runs like they did on Saturday, two runs like or no runs like they did on Sunday. You know, they got shut out twice this week, which is not good. Not good. You don't want the team to get shut this a team with Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner, Justin Turner, Cody Bellinger, Max Muncie, like a team with these kind of names should not be getting shut out twice in the same week. It seems everybody decided to slump at the same time and it happens. Hopefully this is the end of it. You know, hopefully they write it now and then this is their rough patch and then they go back and, you know, finish with 105 plus wins, which I still think they're very capable of doing, which they are. But, you know, slumps are going to happen. Let's hope it just happens now and not linger for the rest of the season. Um, So with that being said, some of you guys know, some of you guys may not, but I had the pleasure of being in Chicago this week when the Dodgers faced the White Sox and that was so fucking fun you guys I I will say um 
I wanted to go to Chicago when the Dodgers played the Cubs, but it just didn't line up with uh, my finances. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't book a, an actual like legit gig that would pay for the trip, so I just held off, and then I got a gig this time that I thought was going to pay for the trip, and it didn't. <laughs> so I ended up fucking basically paying for the trip anyway, which kind of sucks, but it was still fun, dude. And I but the reason I chose Comiskey. And there, there you go. I'm saying Comiskey. Reason I chose Chicago, uh, the White Sox, is because I've been to Wrigley before. Um, I've never been to. They call it what's it called now? Guaranteed Rate Field, which is probably the worst of all the fucking baseball stadium names. That's probably the worst. I'll be honest. Especially since it used to be something else. Like if you want to open a brand new stadium and call it that, fucking go right ahead. You know, Truest Field in Atlanta. Fucking that's what you want to call it. Go ahead. But Comiskey Park was Comiskey Park, dude. Like, it's been there since, well, first of all, it's been there since uh, 1991, I want to say. Um, right? Is that when it, when it came to be? I'm pretty sure. Jamie, look that up for me. <laughs> yeah, 1991. Um uh, but it was called Comiskey Park. The The old ballpark was called Comiskey Park. And I don't even know how long they played there. But then they moved into the new park and they just named it the new Comiskey Park. And that was from 91 till 2003. And then from 2003 to 2016, it was U.S. Cellular Field. And I guess now it's Guaranteed Rate Field, which is just hard to remember, you know, like... And I know it's a thing, dude. All these fucking stadiums are getting renamed and the business, you know, to the corporate bidder. But, you know, I was in, I went to Milwaukee on Thursday to watch the uh, the Brewers and the Phillies. And they changed the name of that ballpark. That used to be Miller Park, which makes 100% absolute sense because they're the Milwaukee Brewers. They literally make beer in Milwaukee. That's like one of the beer headquarters. So for them to be the Brewers makes sense. And then for them to play in Miller Park makes sense because Miller makes beer. For them to be American family, like, who, no, they're, they're a team named after Brew, the nickname, Brew Crew. <laughs> like, why are we calling it American family? Like, I know it's a mortgage company or it's something like that, like, and you're just like, it's just all these, you know, corporate, it's bad enough that, we, you know, we have all these, these, uh, these advertisements in stadium like I was walking around you know I this is now I've knocked out eight stadiums this year and you know so some of them are, are stadiums that I've never been to you know like you know when I was in Minnesota and then when I was in Houston and uh, I guess I had been to Texas technically but that was under COVID restrictions so it's a little bit different but you know I've been to you know four new fields this year that I've never been to before wait is it more than that I've knocked out eight, but I've been to Milwaukee. I had been to Dodger Stadium. Oh, no, and uh, in Arizona. Um, but there's, like, so many uh, sponsorships. I'm not, I'm not even talking about, like, on the fence and the scoreboard and whatever, but, like, I'm talking, like, the visuals, like, on the scoreboard or, like, on the, the kind of, like, flashing scoreboard that goes around the field that's supposed to have, like, the outs the inning, you know, stuff like that, like, I'll be looking, and I'm, like, trying to find how many outs there are, and it's, like, I can't fucking find the outs, dude, like, I can't find, 
how many outs there are or what that last pitch was. Like, it's so hard to find. Like, it shouldn't be that hard. Like, it should be in multiple places, like the Coca-Cola sign or like, you know, the fucking ad for, you know, whatever the fuck the ads are. For. Do you know what I mean? Like, I shouldn't be have ads where I, I'm supposed to be trying to find, this, you know, how many outs there are, how many strikes there are involved. Like, it shouldn't be that hard to find on the scorebook is all I'm saying. So, um, anyway, that being said, I had a blast in Chicago, um, checking out that field, you know, for a field that was built in 1991, it was, it looked brand new, like it really did, and there's a lot of history there, obviously, with the White Sox, um, White Sox were one of the first American League teams to exist, so it was just cool, just walking around, seeing all the statues of, you know, people like Frank Thomas, who obviously isn't super old, but, you know, um, Frank Thomas, Paul Cronarco, um, Luis Aparicio, you know, uh, Comiskey, I forget what the guy's first name was, but, you know, but that, the White Sox have been around forever, you know, and to think that they've been around that long and they've only won three World Series is kind of, but anyway, my point was that it was just really cool. I got to take the subway the train lets you off right by the stadium, you know, and I love that, dude, because we don't have that in L.A. It's a pain in the ass to get to Dodger Stadium. It's a pain in the ass to get out. But in places like Chicago, you just hop on the train. It takes you right there. You get off. And then when the game is over, you get right back on the train. You know, I was kind of a little scared because I've been hearing things about how dangerous it is in the south side of Chicago, like how many people are getting shot and whatnot. Um, they have like, it's like the highest crime rate or not crime rate, but like murder rate right now. And I was just like, I asked the lady at my hotel, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to the game today. Uh, White Sox game. Like, am I going to be good? <laughs> and she's like, how are you getting there? I was like, Oh, I'm just going to take the train. And like, Oh yeah, you'll be fine. Like there's a bunch of people on the train. When you get there, there'll be a bunch of people getting on when you leave, like you'll be fine. And so that kind of assured me that I was going to be safe and I was like there was a lot of people getting on and off the train and I just wish it was like that on Dodger Stadium instead of having to pay you know I paid 250 I guess five dollars technically to ride the subway all day but it's better than paying 30 dollars to park and having it take you know an hour to get out on top of you know the hour or so that you spend getting there I mean I never park inside Dodger Stadium I've talked about this many times but it just made it more convenient, and I wish Dodger Stadium had that, you know, I wish Elon would have figured out a way to, to build that tunnel, or I wish they would have built a subway w- with that in mind, like, hey, you know, they have a bus that goes from Union Station to Dodger Stadium, why not have the subway go from there, you know, the subway, there's a subway that goes right into Union Station, all the tax dollars for all the bullshit that we fucking have in LA, like, make it easier for Dodger fans, no one takes the bus, dude, the bus is not convenient for anybody, Unless they live east of L.A. or south of L.A. Because unless you're coming up or from the east, nobody coming from the north is going to come down, go past Dodger Stadium, Union Station, only to take the bus and go back up to Dodger Stadium. Just like, you know, if you're living anywhere west, like you're not going to go east to park at Union Station to then. I've done it before just because I wanted to see if how fun it was or whatever, you know, like I've done it before. But you still got to pay for parking at Union Station. And so, like I said, it's just not really convenient unless you live east or south of L.A. So if we had a subway, 
that could take us to the Dodger game and fucking, you know, not have to worry about parking and drinking and driving. Just all those things, you know, because Uber fucking sucks too. Have you ever tried to take an Uber at a Dodger stadium? I haven't because I fucking won't do it. But the line at the Uber station and it's just like they have to wait to get in. And it's just like that's why I always park outside. I save $30 by not parking inside the ballpark. By the time I walk from the game to the car and back like I'm back home within the hour. Like that's from the game, the end of the game to walking to the car to to the house within an hour. That's actually I mean, that's when I was living in L.A. But right now I'm still staying with my brother. So it's different. But anyway. Um, I just wish that we had a subway, but it was really cool. It was really cool seeing Dodger fans there. You know, Dodger fans travel well, no matter what. We don't need fucking Pantone 294. We can plan that shit by ourselves. This is a little fun fact for you guys. Everything that Pantone 294 does, you can do on your own. Only thing you're not going to do is sit in the outfield. Like, I don't, I don't, like... I'll sit in the outfield because that's what they do. They, 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 they reserve spots like in the outfield at most places because they're the cheapest tickets. And then they could probably overcharge a little bit, which is what they do. And then you pay for whatever the fuck you pay for. But it's like you could do all that shit on your own. Just go to StubHub. You know, like you don't have to always buy tickets from the team site. If you're ever buying tickets, you know, think about the fact that a lot of people have season tickets that can't go all the time. I used to be one of them. My buddy Eric got season tickets for like a bunch of teams. Obviously, he's not going. Like a lot of people just want to, they, they buy the tickets so they can go to the games they want to go to and then they sell the rest. Maybe for a profit, but a lot of times they're just trying to make their money back. So I bought, you know, I've been to what? I've been to eight stadiums this year. I've been to, on top of that, another like four or five Dodger games. And. I haven't bought one ticket from an actual MLB site. Every ticket that I bought has been through StubHub or SeatGeek or off of someone selling them. So, you don't need you don't need Pantone you don't need Pantone 294 for that. Like if you don't now if you don't want to spend the time kind of checking ticket prices and stuff, then yeah, fucking go through Pantone 294. But if you want to spend the right amount of money, you know, and not have to sit with a bunch of other like there's going to be Dodger fans everywhere no matter what no matter where you go no matter where you go the Dodgers are playing you're going to be among friends dude you're going to be among fellow Dodger fans okay I'm going to Cincinnati I think next week I'm supposed to Um, these fucking airline tickets are just getting ridiculous though (laughs) it might make this tour impossible I might have to start a fucking OnlyFans or a fucking uh, GoFundMe dude because if I'm not getting jobs in these cities, I'm paying out of pocket and it's starting to add up, you guys. I'm just saying. Um, so anyway, um, what was my point? Oh, just fucking plan your own trips, dude. Dodger fans travel well. I saw a lot of Dodger fans there. I, I, I met cool White Sox fans. I met some cool Brewers fans. And when I say cool, I mean I met the cutest old ladies at the Brewers game. This is not Dodger talk, but whatever. Um at the last time I was at the Brewers game, or at the stadium at least, was, uh, I talked about this a couple weeks ago, but was when Sean Green hit those four home runs um, back in 2002 on my 23rd birthday. I was there to witness it in person, and uh, that was the last time I was there. So they didn't have this thing they have now, which is called the Bud Selig Experience, and I, I was walking around the park, obviously I got there early, 
and I was like, oh, I want to see this. What's this? And they're like, oh, it's a history of the brewers. And you know, I'm like, oh, cool. I want to, I want to go. So I go in there, and there's like four other, a group of like four older ladies. Really reminded me of my grandma. It was so cute. And this lady was like, uh, have you seen this before? And I was like, no, uh, I've only been here once, and that was like 20 years ago. And she's like, oh, I've seen it eight times, and I cry every time. And it was just so cute because. She reminded me of my grandmother. You know, my grandmother, I talked about, you know, used to love going to Dodger games. So I used to go a lot of times with my mom and my grandma or just my grandma. And uh, so it kind of reminded me of, but it was like, there's like a group of four of them. And it was just so cute. These older ladies like just sitting there at the Brewers game. And so anyway, um, she was telling me how she goes to like, tries to go to like a few different stadiums every year. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm trying to go to all of them this year and she's like oh wow how many have you been to we're talking and it was just i was having this really wonderful conversation with this lady about visiting all the ballparks and she was telling me like what to do when i go to st louis in a few weeks and it was just really fun and it really warmed my heart and then watching the video of the brewers history and stuff like kind of i had kind of forgotten that the braves used to play in milwaukee um that's why there's a hank aaron statue outside uh, the ballpark but then the braves took a bid and moved to Atlanta and the city was devastated because they loved the Braves and so Bud Selig fought to get a team back and they were telling him that the city was too small to support a baseball team so he had set up like an exhibition game between like the White Sox and the Twins I want to say um, just to see if uh, at the stadium that was now abandoned just to see if there was an interest so they could prove to Major League Baseball that the fans were interested and so they ended up selling out the game um between is an exhibition game i'm pretty sure it was white Sox and twins and uh he actually asked the white Sox if they wanted to come and they were like no we're good dude <laughs> we're not coming to milwaukee so anyway as fate would have it the seattle pilots who were uh, an expansion team in 69 i want to say um, went bankrupt after the first season, so Bud Selig took that as his opportunity to buy the team and then bring it to Milwaukee, and then they named them the Brewers because, hello, there's beer in fucking Milwaukee. So that was the story, And but it was just cool because I was just hanging out with these ladies, talking to them about baseball and stuff, and it was just like, baseball is such a great game, you know, and like I said, I know this is not Dodger talk specifically, but, you know, the whole premise of this podcast is that I fucking love the Dodgers, and you know, I've been going to games since I was six weeks old. Um, and, you know, just Dodger Stadium being my favorite place. And, you know, for a lot of people, you know, that, you know, brag about not loving sports and or roll their eyes. It's like, dude, I fucking love baseball, man. Baseball, no matter where you are, can bring people together. You know, in every town that has a team, you know, you have a fan base. You know, yeah, some fans are more different. But I tell you what. Brewer fans love their team. Like, I really got a sense of that being there this week. Um, I didn't get it so much the last time I was there because there were a lot of Dodger fans there. But, you know, when I was there this week, it was just like, you know, and the Brewers haven't won anything, dude. They're one of, like, six teams that have never won a World Series. And, you know, I want to, you know, I'm on all these, you know, Dodger fan pages where people are just bitching non-fucking-stop. This guy needs to be traded. Roberts need to be fired. Like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, in other cities, they're just thankful they have a team to root for. You know, like, we're so spoiled. And yeah, like, have the Dodgers raised the bar and set, you know, these crazy expectations? Yes. 
And do we want them to win the World Series? Of course. Do we expect them to win the World Series? Of course. But I tell you what, you know, when they didn't have these fucking all-star lineups and, you know, highest payroll and superstar deep lineups, you know, and rosters, like, I was still going to Dodger games, and it was still my favorite place. I still loved it. I would go when they were shitty. I would go, you know, I, I remember, you know, how excited we were in 2004 when they finally made the playoffs again, you know, because they hadn't made it since 96, and I hadn't been to a playoff game, you know, so I was just excited that I was an adult now, and I could finally afford to take myself to a playoff game, you know, my brothers went, my, we took my grandma, you know, because she loved the Dodgers, and, you know, it's just, I just, I'll never forget that, you know, and... I think we kind of lose that, you know, we kind of forget that players are people and baseball is a game of failure and all this stuff. But like at the end of the day, dude, I fucking love the Dodgers and I want them to win the World Series. I want them to win the World Series in a 162 game season so we could fucking shut all the haters up. But you know what, man? I'm not even going to put it out there, but at the end of the season, once the season starts again next year, I'm still going to be a fucking Dodger fan, dude. So, and I think a lot of you guys are too. That's why you listen. But um, kind of have a, a I don't want to say a big series this weekend. <laughs> um, you know, they got the Angels coming to town. Always fun. It'll be really interesting to see how that fares because the Angels have just taken a complete shit over the last few weeks. I was giving them props and now they're gone. So I don't know what happened. They need pitching, but maybe they won't get it. So. Dodgers have the Angels coming to town for two games, and they have the Cleveland Guardians coming to town. And uh, I, honestly, I don't really know much about the Guardians. I, I know their their record is not the best. Um, I know that uh, they have Jose Ramirez, and honestly, I, that's the only person I know on the on the Indians. Oh shit! Sorry guys, I'm sorry I said it. I'm sorry if anyone's offended. The Guardians gonna take some time still um but you know they gotta win you know games now you know it's not you know when you're in april may you could be like it's early but you know we're getting to june now we're getting into the dog days of summer the all-star break is right around the corner you know we're gonna get reinforcements but we have a stretch in the schedule where we can kind of get right right here with the angels with the guardians with the reds and even with the braves and the braves are fucking red hot but yeah, they're red hot. <laughs> so between the Angels, the Indians, the Reds, and then you got the Rockies, you know, you got some games that you should win over the next couple weeks. Dodgers can get right, and hopefully they can get healthy. They're still in first place. So, um, you know, it's not the end of the world, but these injuries are going to be tough to overcome. But if there's any team that could do it, it's the Dodgers. Anyway, um, thanks so much for listening, you guys. Some of you guys need to leave me a, a, a review on Apple I, uh, Apple Podcasts. Just fucking leave a review. It's not that hard. Rate it. Leave a review. Awesome. I'd appreciate it. Um, this has been My Blue Thoughts, and I will be back next week, you guys.